0: over the notes for the random podcast I realized there's a lot of stupid in this podcast and stupid is a broad term when you think about it stupid can be stupid or humorous Stupid can be stupid, like seriously stupid, like criminally stupid, and there are some stupids that are actually quite tragic, I'll have that for you later on too. Tony Scott here with the Random Podcast, talking about random stuff. Thank you so much for listening, I believe if I'm not mistaken this is like episode 12 or 13, I gotta keep track of that because I always want to tell you how many we do. We upload it it on Wednesdays, and hopefully you can uh, download it and enjoy it and share it. So where to start with the stupidity? Well, there's a 23-year-old single woman. Uh, she tried to scrub the black marker off her one-year-old son because somebody at the daycare apparently wrote that I'm out of diapers on the baby's stomach with a like a pen. This happened in Florida. Now, the staff member was fired. Heather Chisholm is 23. She discovered when she was changing the diaper of her one-year-old son, Milo, and she was hotter than fish grease. She posted photos of her son on Facebook, exposing the message, Mom, I'm out of diapers. Please read my report. She says she tried to scrub the black marker off of Milo with baby wipes, but you could still see it. And she's not happy. She wanted consequences and ramifications. And the daycare says, look, we fired the g- It was a guy. We fired the guy. He's no longer here. And uh, I don't know what else to tell you. And for her, that was good enough for her. Probably not good enough for most of you. Seems like that would be one of those things where you would actually want to hurt somebody. But what are you going to do? What are you going to do if you're this young girl who, you know, TikTok is an app. It's like the latest thing. Not exactly sure what it does, but it lets you put up little harmless videos. From That part, I understand. And apparently a girl in Canada, Molly O'Brien, thought she would entertain her cousin. Do something silly for TikTok. Put it on TikTok. So she shoves a harmonica in her own mouth. It seemed like it went in kind of easy, but she couldn't get it out. When she breathed, of course, it played. What did that what did that sound like? I mean, come on, really? <laughs> so so you got a harmonica in your mouth, and when you're breathing, you're you're like making a tune. That's like a homemade auto-tune kind of thing. Is that what it is? I think so. Her mom took her to the hospital. They said, you know what? We can't do nothing for her. You need to go to a dentist. So they took her to a dentist, and the dentist took it out and says, let's not do this again, dear, okay? She went viral with pictures and stuff, and she looks like you'd expect her to look. Silly. I mean, if you're her parent, surely your child knows better, but they did it anyway. And what do you just chalk that up to? What do you? How do you break that down? She said she went numb after 30 minutes. She thought, my mom's going to kill me now. But her mom did a mom thing and took her to the hospital. And like I said, the hospital says, no, nah, you got to go to a dentist. The helicopter that Kobe Bryant rented out, the company that owns it, has suspended operations. And they'll say that they'll come back, but they want some time to pass. They want the investigation to complete itself. But they took themselves down. Uh, speaking of Kobe, Mark Cuban, the owner of the Dallas Mavericks, who already retired Kobe's number 24 jersey, even though Kobe never played for the Mavericks, is totally supporting the change, the the effort to change the NBA logo to Kobe Bryant from Jerry West. He's got no problems with that. And, of course, we have to factor in the stupid thing. There's a prophet who says he can bring Kobe and Gigi back for for 10% or $50 million. He's a Ghanaian prophet, and he claims he can resurrect Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gigi, like I said, for $50 million. He says the death had not been sanctioned by God. Therefore, for the right price, he claims God told him to bring the pair back to life. The Lord just took me into the spirit world. This news will shake the entire world because of how great this man is. I see a lot of people on social media talking about the man for weeks to come, and I see a lot of sad faces. America will mourn this great man. The Lord then instructed me to announce to the family of this man and the American embassy in Ghana and the entire world that he, the Lord, has not sanctioned the death of this man. The prophet says he can reverse the tragedy for 10% of Kobe's net worth. Kobe was worth $500 God said to the preacher, according to the preacher, the prophet, to tell the family... Until the entire world that I will use you as a vessel to bring this man and daughter back to life for 10%. Thus saith the Lord, he says. Come on, man. Really? His whole family's hurting, and you're like coming up with shenanigans like that? And there's a right-wing conspiracy theorist named Chris McDonald. He's got a show called The MC Files. And he says that witchcraft was used by Hillary Clinton to kill Kobe Bryant. And he says it's the only wild conspiracy theory I'm going to ever toss out there on this program. I normally don't do this, but this is just food for thought. It's pretty much a given that Hillary Rodham Clinton is a witch. This is what he says. Can a witch cast a spell on something like this to cause death and not be known? I'm just throwing it out there. I don't know anything about this stuff. Is it possible if she wanted to get rid of Kobe? Why would Hillary Clinton want to get rid of Kobe Bryant? What's the deal on? I mean, I've heard some conspiracy theories about Kobe Bryant's death, but that one is ridiculous. I mean, it really is. I mean, let's just say it. That's stupid. Popular fetishes in every state. There's a map. A new study figured out the most popular fetish in every state based on Google search data. See, Google knows everything, man. They know where you are. They know what you're typing in there. They know what you're searching for. That's why you probably need like a browser. Like, what's that? What's that? There's a browser called Duck Duck Pass. Something like that. And it doesn't keep track of anything. Leather is the most popular fetish in New York. Latex is big in Arizona. The most searched thing for, as far as fetishes goes, is group sex. Iowa, Nebraska, New Jersey, and Delaware. People in Connecticut, Louisiana, Montana are into sadism. Folks in Colorado, Hawaii, South Dakota, and Maryland are into masochism. Rhode Island is the only state where a foot fetish came in at number one. Nevada and Indiana, uh, they got armpit fetishes. <laughs> I did read one time, and I didn't believe it. That that was like George Clooney's thing. He's got an armpit thing. Missouri's fetish is used underwear. Who? <laughs> New Hampshire's is called sounding. Don't Google sounding. Don't do that. You'll be mad at me. Begging you for the love of baby Jesus, do not do that. Asriel Clary, one of R. Kelly's former girlfriends, is talking like none other, and she says he's got flings in every city. He's got you know it was me and Joycelyn, and then he had girlfriends everywhere. And she says there was a lot of group sex. And he blackmails everybody. And she says that he, he is brutal. She says that one time she was talking to some high school friends on her phone. Keep in mind, she's very young. And he caught her on the phone and he beat her while she was naked with size 12 Air Force 1s. And he did it for hours because he caught her talking to friends from high school on the phone. She was covered in welts all the way from her neck down. Afterwards, he came in there and apologized and cried and said he did everything to try and make me feel like he was so sincere. And yet you stayed Isn't that crazy. Talk about being a victim. She actually is uh, going to be working with some nonprofits on trying to help people, specifically uh, people of color, to how to get out of abusive relationships. That's going to be her next project. And she, you know, she originally it was a music thing for her. That's what drew her to R. Kelly. She wanted to be a singer. And she's going back to those roots, too. Hey, congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs. They won the Super Bowl over the San Francisco 49ers. We found out afterwards that the president doesn't know that there's a Kansas City, Missouri. He tweeted congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs for making the state of Kansas proud, and it was taken down and then the uh, corrected one was put up. But you know, once you put something up on the on the internet, it's there forever. <laughs> the president doesn't know his geography. But we knew that already, right? Now, if you saw the Super Bowl halftime show, you saw it was Jennifer Lopez and Shakira and a, a couple of other rappers that were on there and stuff. I can't remember their names. Bad Bunny and some other guy. I don't, I don't know. It amazes me that we cannot be happy for people who do a good job because people are like, hmm, it wasn't, it wasn't as good as Beyonce. Yes, it was. <laughs> yes, it, it was. I'm not saying it was better, but it was just as good. It was a completely different theme. So it's hard to compare the two. But those ladies put in work, man. They put in work. A lot of people are upset, saying it wasn't for families because there was some, you know, pole, some pole dancing and some tongues wagging and tongues sticking out, something, and it was bad. Now there was a part in J Lo's performance where she had her daughter Emmy sing a slowed down version of her song "Let's Get Loud" as she and other Latina children crawled out of steel cages from all over the football field, sending a political message. They went from there to a brief rendition of Born in the USA, Bruce Springsteen song, while Jennifer waved to the big Puerto Rican flag. But the whole thing almost didn't happen. There was a lot of pressure from Rock Nation to not do that. But Jennifer put her foot down and says, nah, I'm going to do it. Reports say that Jay-Z even tried to personally intervene to convince her. But Jennifer says, no, I'm going to do it. Intentions supposedly were so high between Rock Nation and J Lo that J Lo eventually pulled out of joining Shakira for the opening number of the halftime show. She was gonna come out at the beginning and, and perform with Shakira and then disappear and then come back for her part of the show. But instead Shakira and J Lo only performed together at the towards the end of the show. And Rock Nation wanted Shakira to stay out of that whole born in the USA number with Emmy and everything like that. They didn't want her part of that. You know, she's part of Rock Nation. But Shakira did it anyway. She was in there playing the drums, remember if you saw it, she was in there playing the drums so Rock Nation tried to shut it down because, you know, they're, they're in with the NFL now. Now, whether you are for that or against that, that's for you to decide. There was other controversy, too, because apparently Jay-Z and Beyonce didn't stand for the national anthem. They stayed in their seats. But if you look at the video, there are other people sitting in their seats, too, that didn't get up. Why are you singling them out? Well, they're high profile. I get that. But then there's the other video at mar a Lago. Well, the president is basically clowning during the playing of the national anthem. I think you can see Melania with her hand over her heart, but he's doing something with his hands and he's talking to people like nothing's going on. So Tommy Lahren, the conservative uh, pundit, called out Jay-Z and uh, Beyonce for that. But why don't you call out the president? That's even worse. I mean, he's the president of the United States, the commander in chief. Why aren't you calling him out? Oh, I know why. We all know why. We absolutely know why. Valentine's Day is coming up, and one in five people think Valentine's Day should be canceled. 43% of single people say they feel a ton of pressure to get into a relationship when Valentine's Day comes around. I have never felt pressure to be in a relationship For anything or any reason at all. How do you feel pressure to be with someone just for Valentine's Day? That's on you, man. But to be fair, you got to ask the question, what's causing the pressure? Society's expectations, the commercialization and advertising around Valentine's Day, social media hype. Those things are not valid reasons to me, though. You, you run your life. Social media doesn't run your life. Society's expectations don't run your life. Commercialization and advertising, that doesn't run your life. Do you, man? If you ain't with somebody, you know what? If you ain't with somebody, take yourself out for dinner. Love yourself. Do something for yourself. Don't feel pressured to be in a relationship. How often does that work out? Now, if you're by yourself, you're by yourself. Don't be hard on yourself. Don't feel lonely. The guy in Wisconsin, he got arrested because he called the police four times to hit on the, on the dispatchers. A guy named Benjamin Duddles in Wisconsin. He's 47 years old. He called the police non-emergency line four times in 37 minutes. He told one female dispatcher, quote, it would be super cool if we could spend some quality time together. And he's not discriminatory either because he called a male dispatcher and says, do you want to, you know, fool around? So the cops went to his apartment. He was drunk and they found drug paraphernalia. So they arrested him on misdemeanor drug charges and for unlawful phone use. Now, seven years ago, he called 911 because he wanted, quote, a female removed from his bed for snoring after they had sex, <laughs> if you have sex with a woman and she's snoring, that means that's a job well done. Take take your bow, get your flowers, man. You put you knocked her out to the point where she's snoring like a sailor. You did your job, man. What's your problem? <laughs> what what in the hell? What's wrong with you, man? You did <laughs> you did your thing. You actually did your thing. Come on, man. You call the cops? <laughs> Why? Why? Why would you do that? Hey, Uber has suspended 240 accounts in Mexico because of users are suspected of maybe having the coronavirus. And they're not blaming. They're saying these Uber drivers may have been exposed to two people who have the coronavirus. And so better to be safe than sorry. The numbers keep climbing. Most of the diagnoses have been in China. But... Mexico sent everybody a note, well, not everybody, but they sent a note to a lot of their drivers and says, you know, we're going to shut you down, and it's not permanent. It's temporary, but you need to know why, and they told them why, because we're doing it, you know, for your safety. So a rapper in Chicago got 99 years for putting a hit out on his mother. Aspiring rapper Kwame Wilson, a.k.a. Young QC, got 99 years because he wanted her life insurance. Yolanda Holmes, that was his mother. He was an only child. And she loved her boy, showered him with fancy clothes, jewelry, even a Ford Mustang. But he hired a hitman to kill her. Eugene Spencer, he got a 100 years. The word is matricide, meaning murder of one's own mother. That's what Judge Stanley Sachs from Cook County said to young QC when he handed down what was going to happen. It seems the hitman Eugene Spencer rode with QC's girlfriend to Yolanda Holmes' apartment. This was like eight years ago. And he shot her as she slept in her bed. And then he fought with Yolanda Holmes' boyfriend and knocked him out. And then he came back and stabbed Yolanda Holmes after he had a phone conversation with young QC, who was Yolanda Holmes' son. Now, young QC told Eugene Spencer on the phone, quote, make sure the bitch is dead. He got his mother's bank accounts. He customized his Mustang, the one she had bought him with the Gold Wing doors. That's what he had put on it. He withdrew thousands of dollars from a bank and tossed wads of cash to a crowd of people he said were fans of his rap music. And all was captured for a nice YouTube video. And the YouTube video was played for the jury. When the judge asked him if he had anything to say, he said, I just want to say nobody loved my mother more than me. She was all I had. That's it. That's it. You're damn right about that. That's it, man. It's a wrap. Ninety nine years. Oh, you're tough. Absolutely. You're tough. You had your mama killed. You didn't even have the balls to kill her yourself. You had to hire somebody to do it. That's how tough you are. So a woman who voted for Pete Buttigieg at the Iowa caucus found out he's gay and then she wanted to change her vote. The woman's from Cresco in Howard County. And when she found out Mayor Pete is, in fact, married to a man, well, she had already cast her vote for him, but she asked if she could take her vote back. And the Buttigieg precinct captain, Nikki Heaver, told the woman she's not sure if they can do that. And then she had a talk with the woman about religion and homophobia and tried to explain it shouldn't matter who a person is married to. All that should matter is the context of who he is and what he believes in and what he stands for. And the woman says, talk to the hand. The Bible preaches against homosexuality in the story for her. The whole Iowa caucus is, is, was, is, was, whatever, the mess An absolute mess. So I spoke about the coronavirus, and you see a lot of people wearing face masks. Does that really protect you? An expert says that probably not. You're more likely to get a virus by touching something contaminated like a doorknob. So what you should do, just wash your hands like way more than you normally do. Now, the coronavirus, my understanding, has been around like for a very long time. Dr. Elizabeth Rosenthal is an expert. She lived in China, covered the SARS outbreak in 2002. And she says that face mask most of the time doesn't do a damn thing. If you're going into a crowded space in the middle of an outbreak, well, maybe so. But every time you go out, probably not. You probably just want to keep washing your hands. Because the coronavirus, even the flu, according to Elizabeth, doesn't easily spread outdoors. But if you're like on a bus or a plane, uh, may not be necessary for that either. Even if your mask did block it, the virus would stick to the mask. So when you took the mask off, you put it on your hands. Of course, you do know once the mask is contaminated, you got to throw it away. And you can't tell whether it's contaminated or not. But she says the biggest thing to do is just wash your hands. I come out of the men's room and I open the door with a paper towel. I've always done that. So uh, Amazon founder Jeff Bezos ended his marriage because he was in love with another woman named Lauren Sanchez. Lauren Sanchez was a TV personality. She was she's a beautiful girl woman. But apparently there was a picture of Jeff Bezos privates and apparently they fell into the wrong hands. And there was an investigation as to where this picture, how did it get out, and what happened, who shared it, something happened. So they looked into it and found out it was actually Lauren Sanchez's brother. That's who they're alleging had the, the D-picks. Her brother sold them to the National Enquirer for six figures. It was for an article about Jeff Bezos' affair with Lauren Sanchez when he was still married. I mean, Jeff Bezos left his wife, gave her $38 billion because he wanted to be with someone who was forwarding his texts and selfies to her brother so that he could get paid. This is who you love. This is your girl, man. Cheated on your wife. Gave her $38 billion, And your side piece is the one who sold you out. Man. <laughs> Some people. What is that about? I saw this uh, story about celebrities who have been arrested the most. Who do you think has been arrested the most as a celebrity? Think about this. I'm not talking about just music, hip-hop, or movie. I'm talking about in all of celebrity dumb. Is that a word? Well, the most is Martin Sheen, President Bartlett from the West Wing, Charlie Sheen's dad, Emilio Estevez's dad. He's a big-time social activist and has been arrested 66 times. Musician Pete Doherty has been arrested 26 times. Then there's DMX, 24 arrests. Suge Knight, 15 times. Bobby Brown, 14 times. Dennis Rodman's been picked up 12 times. you got a three-way tie with Lindsay Lohan, Takashi, 6'9", and Courtney Love. They've been busted 10 times. O.J. Simpson, R. Kelly, and Snoop Dogg, nine arrests. They're tied at number 10. Bill Cosby's only been arrested once, but it was a big arrest, though. Will Smith actually has an arrest on his record for assault. Those charges were dropped. I'm guessing that was a long time ago. You know, a lot of people, this is why it's called a random podcast, because I just kind of go random on you sometimes. A lot of couples for date night will go to a strip club. And if that's your thing, that's your thing. That is, that is your thing. But there are things to consider before you go to a strip club. I mean, There are rules that you need to discuss, especially guys, with your wife. Are you going to be allowed to touch? Are you going to be allowed to have a private dance? What's the purpose of the visit? What is that? Do you have to like call PETA if the dancer's wearing some clear heels with a little goldfish in the heel? Do you have to call PETA and report? Do you have to do that? What if you can't afford to make it rain? Can you make it drizzle? Don't throw coins. (laughs) Threw six dimes up there. No, man. It doesn't work that way. I don't think... First of all, I'm never... I haven't been in a strip club in, I don't know how many years. It's been a long time. I was never comfortable in a strip club. I don't know why. But it dawned on me, if you're not comfortable, then why are you here? And I don't ever remember initiating a visit to the strip club. I always went with guys I was hanging out with. Sometimes it was like a bachelor party. Sometimes it was just something to do, and I stupidly went along. Stupidly, I say, because I didn't enjoy it. And I knew I wasn't going to enjoy it. But I know for sure I could never, ever take my wife to a strip club. I mean, if I'm not comfortable, having my wife with me is not going to make me more comfortable. If anything, it's going to make me, un, you know, more uncomfortable. Do I want to see a naked woman with my wife sitting next to me? Does that make me a prude? <laughs> does that make me, does that make me a, an old man? Does that make me square? No. I don't know. I, I just, there's, there's only one naked body I want to see and I've been married to her for over 25 years. I'm not interested in that other stuff. That ain't me. That ain't what I want to do. No strip club for me or the wife. But what if she says, uh, Tony, let's go to a strip club tonight? I cannot imagine she would ever say that. If she did, what would I say? I mean, the first thing that pops in my mind is... That's stupid! (laughs) That's the first thing that pops in my mind. I'll have to deal with it if that ever happens. Maybe it'll happen today. I'll let you know. All right, we'll leave it right there. The Random Podcast with Tony Scott. Appreciate you so much for listening. Sharing is a big deal. Trying to grow this puppy, man. Trying to make it big. And if you could share it, that would be just outstanding. We post it every Wednesday. Shout out to Podcast Suites for providing the facility to do a top great podcast with top great equipment. Mark McCray, thank you, man. Appreciate it. Allison Seymour, Mark Clark have their own app. Mark is my best friend. He is my daughter's godfather, Olivia. And Allison, of course, his wife. They do that radio show together. They have an app. And I'm on that app with this podcast there's other great content on there too you can check out shout out to them thank you so much for that opportunity Appreciate it. and shout out to you again thank you so much man it means a lot find me on all things social media Tony Scott Media and we'll do this again very soon maybe from a strip club